Welcome back to the Opposites Track Podcast. I'm Kat. And I'm James. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just got back from seeing a movie. We did. Yeah. A very surprisingly good movie. I'm surprising? Why do you say surprising? Because I wasn't sure what to expect from it. Mm. Like, it could have easily been a movie that was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, we just came back from seeing Annihilation. Annihilation. <laughs> Directed and uh, wrote, written by, geez, written by uh, the same guy who did Ex Machina, which is a great science fiction movie. What's his name? Uh, Alex Garland, I think is, is how you, I think that's his name. Do you want to check it real quick? Want to fact check me? I'll fact check while you explain. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is a film starring Natalie Portman, Oscar Isaac, and a bunch of other people. And uh, it's. Yeah, it's a really good movie. Uh, I'm waiting on the plot synopsis for Cat to uh, look up that. Alex Garland. I got it right. Okay. Based on a novel by Jeff Vandermeer. Mm-hmm. Annihilation. Yes. Okay. All right. Good, good, good. Um, yeah, it's the premise. The biologist's husband disappears. She puts her name forward for an expedition into environmental disaster zone but does not find what she's expecting. The expedition team is made up of a biologist, an anthropologist, a psychologist, a surveyor, and a linguist. I don't think they ever mentioned the linguist You know, parts. they didn't. They did not. Or the surveyor parts. But, you know, it's cool. It's cool. Like, which one was the linguist? You know, I don't know. Oh. I don't, know. I, I don't think they ever mentioned that in the movie. But we have Natalie Portman, Oscar yeah. Isaac. Uh, Gina Rodriguez, yeah. Jennifer, Jennifer Jason, Jason Lee, Lee, Tuva Novotny, and Tessa Thompson. Yes, as the leading cast. Mm-hmm. A cast made of all women. Oh, other than Oscar Isaac. Oscar than Oscar Isaac. Yeah. He can be whatever he wants. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's... If he wants to be a woman, I'm all for it. Yeah. So, first of all, what did you think of the movie? I thought it was amazing. Okay. Like... You would really like Ex Machina then. Oh, I try to watch it, but it's not on Prime anymore. Thanks, Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah. I love Ex Machina. That's one of the best science fiction movies. But we're uh, not here talking about time. that. Yeah. So this movie, I, I watched the trailer and I was instantly caught by it, but I didn't know why. Mm-hmm. And then watching it, I still don't know why I liked it. The movie or? The, yeah. Oh. It's like. You're just invested in it. Yeah. Like, what you think is the story as you go through, it starts to be like, this is not what I thought it was. Yeah. First of all, uh, full spoilers ahead, obviously. Oh, yeah. Full spoilers. Uh, um, yeah. It's... So if you're okay with it, listen on. If not, please... Go see the movie. Go see the movie and Seriously, then come go back see the here. Movie. <laughs> or if you want to wa- hear this and then watch it. That's cool, too. Yeah, if we can convince you to watch this movie, then I think we've done our job. Job well done. Yeah, it's... Go see this movie. It got yeah. crushed at the box office. It did. And, and I it's think really a good movie. It, it, it really is. Yeah. Uh, I think it, the pacing is a little slow, so if you're not super into... It's kind of a slow burn, yeah. It is a slow burn. But um, it always moves. Like, it's always moving forward, so you never feel like they're stuck in one place. Uh, in the narrative or literal 
constantly they are constantly moving constantly doing something Mm -hmm. and that really helps out with the pace the only time um that the pacing really like drops for me is whenever it cuts to the uh to them interrogating her afterwards yeah and i actually have a theory about that i I actually have a a theory about that Mm -hmm. apparently uh the uh studio didn't like how MB apparently that all that interrogation stuff none of that was originally in the movie oh uh, that was added in reshoots really uh because the studio was worried that the audience was going to be confused as to what's going on and the, but i think I that felt like that kind of it was just it. it was just filler stuff to yeah. make it a narrative yeah i don't think it needed it um it's the way i like it kind of removed some of the stakes from it because you know, you it, it gives you spoilers, mm-hmm. like a lot of spoilers, in one of the first scenes of the movie. Yeah. And that's a really, really weird thing. Uh, it actually has an 87% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Do you, do you see how much it did, uh, it's done box office-wise? I have not. Go check that out. Because uh, I know it's not doing great. It has made eleven million dollars since it came out on February twenty third. Jesus. Okay. Yeah, that needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there was like three other people in the theater when we were watching. So uh, three people behind us on our right, two people on our left, and the one dude all the way in the back. Yeah. So. But this was weeks after. Yeah, but at the same time, if it made eleven million dollars, then that's. Yeah. That's that's not good. That's... I'm trying to think what other movie came out that weekend. Um, I don't know. But uh, one thing about this movie, not only is it... So, it's they keep the narrative going really mm-hmm. well. Um, you're constantly invested. You're constantly interested in what's going on. Uh, there's enough twists and turns to keep you like on, on your toes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, first off... One of the fucking trippiest sequences in film history, and also one oh of the God. one of the creepiest scenes in oh movie my God. history. Yes. Yeah. So it came out the same weekend as Game Night and Every Day. I've heard Game Night's good. Um, yeah, it's just the other two are very different, but it still got shadowed by Black, Black Panther, Panther yeah. who's still in number one in the box office even after a month. It's been out already. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, which is but good it, for Black Panther. Yeah, but yeah, I think this might be the underrated movie so far of the year. Yeah, I don't know how well Ex Machina did at the box office, so it might be just a thing where, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping something happens for this movie. Like I'm hoping that the word of mouth spreads and then they re-release it like a couple months later to have like. Be like, okay, they this might be putting it on good. Netflix. I think they have it on Netflix in Australia. They have it, they have it in all the other countries except the U.S., uh, which is fucking weird. Apparently, Australia is loving it. They, yeah. I don't blame them. Yeah, it's. it's I would a imagine. Great okay, movie. I would imagine Australia is like what they go into in the movie. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Everything's trying to kill them. Everything's trying weird. to kill you. Everything's weird, and and it's a weird fantasy land that doesn't actually exist. Yeah. No yeah. offense, Australia. Yeah. We love you. I just don't want to get eaten by anything over there. Yeah, I don't want to get get killed by one of your drop bears. Or those big-ass spiders yeah, that are mostly like... mostly drop bears. What are drop bears? You've never heard of drop bears? Draw bears or drop, drop bears? bears? No, it's a drop bear. Uh, they're bears that hang out in trees. Like a koala? 
No, they're big bears. Okay. Uh, and they, when you're least expected, they just so ninja jump bears. On. They're ninja bears. That's amazing. I that's how I want to go. Yeah, they're totally real and not at all fake. Are they fake? Are you making it up? I'm not making it up, but it is not real. Aww. No, I'm sorry. You were Man. getting way too excited about it. I Why wanted, did I do that to me? I didn't want to. I didn't want to draw like, it out. I thought you had heard of. You're like that first. person that tells a three year old that Santa isn't real. <laughs> Would you Rude. prefer that I lied to you? You shouldn't even have started it in the first place. <laughs> I thought you knew about drop bears. Speaking of bears, full spoiler: there is a scene in the movie, probably one of, uh, not one of the most, but it's up there for me. Of terror <laughs> having to do with a bear. But it's not just a bear. No. It is... I don't even know what to call it. It has a bear body, but the face is its skull. Yeah. And that's fucking terrifying. And it mimics people's screams for help. Mm-hmm. But not and only that's that, so fucked up. It's not like it intentionally does that. Yeah. No, it, every time it opens its mouth, it does that. Yeah. And it's just the sound it makes. Yeah. Which is one of the... F- most terrifying it's things. like oh hey here's this terrifying bear you know what would be even scarier mm. whenever it opens its mouth to make a noise it just screams help like it sounds like a person <laughs> yeah it's it's not great it's it's a like i might have that in my dream tonight <laughs> it like it the design for it was so well done yeah. that it was it was terrifying in a weird way it reminded me of the uh, monster from um the forest was that what it you was you mean called? the village no the forest the Netflix one that we saw. The oh yeah, it kind of reminded me of the monster um, from that. Yes and no. Bit. Like it was, it was very clearly not a thing. You know, it was very clearly like this is a fucked up amalgamation of yeah. a bunch of shit just thrown together. Yeah. So the reason why the bear is all terrifying and fucked up is because in the Shimmer. Which looks like soap, let's be honest. It does look like soap. It looks like bubble water. Yeah. yeah. Which is hilarious to me. They call it the shimmer. Yeah, which is... Shimmer. If I were, I'd be like, they're not once they mention it looks like soap. Yeah. And yeah. I was but, like, it looks like soap. I mean, they've also all been studying it for, That's true, for, for a long years. time. Yeah, so... Um, yeah. It's because the shimmer imitates our world. It doesn't imitate our world. It reflects it. Yeah. It well, it refracts it. Yeah, it refracts it. Yep. So it imitates it in a way. No, not quite. In a way. No, not quite. Whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's a really interesting interesting movie. Um, yeah, we should probably start at the beginning if we're going to do a plot synopsis. Sure. Are you okay there? Yeah. <laughs> you just drifted off there. I was for thinking a about the bear. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so um, yeah, Natalie Portman plays a former uh, U.S. Army soldier. U.S. Navy. No, Army. She was. Oh Army. yeah, why did I say Navy? Oh, you know what? Okay. No, you want me to edit that out? No, it's fine. Just yeah, well, I wasn't no, going to fine. anyways. Yeah, just no, I'm, I'm not editing no, it out. No, okay. No, no. All right. Yeah. Definitely U.S. Army. Uh, former U.S. Army soldier and uh, current professor of biology. Uh, to, specifically uh, cells, like focusing on cells and how they divide and how they create new cells, which is a very important thing for the movie. Mm. Um, 
and her husband uh, was missing in action for uh, a year. So, you know, you probably assume dead. dead. Everybody assumes dead. Yeah. They're like, yeah, he's dead. She was, like, trying to figure it out for six months and got no information. No one knew. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you would just assume dead. Yeah. But then he shows back up. And and he's acting a little off. Yeah. So then they get taken to a government facility. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, he starts throwing up blood. Yeah. Yeah, We don't need to go through the entire minutiae. I'm just saying. Uh, Yeah. uh, They get... Go to a, you know, facility uh, where they get in, where she gets interrogated and uh, eventually joins the science team on an expedition into the Shimmer, which turns out her husband had just come out of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the movie. The only thing that's ever come out of the Shimmer in yep. three years. Yes, is him. Mm-hmm. Him. How? Why? Uh, Who knows? Don't worry about it. Just watch the movie. Yeah. Uh, that, we won't reveal the actual Yeah. Yeah, we don't want to Yeah, we don't want to We'll just spoil some things we thought were cool. Yeah. Um yeah. I will say though, the thing where it explains everything is the last 30 minutes. Yeah. And it is trippy as heck. Yeah. Like do not watch this high. Yeah. Or or do or do if you want to just freak out because that yeah. was not fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was really interesting. There was this really trippy sequence near the ending. I'm not going to talk too much about it. Just that it is incredibly trippy. Yeah. Um, also, the soundtrack for this movie is it's very really, odd. Yeah, very weird. Very okay. So it's like folk music, the same folk song throughout the whole movie until. This said 30 minutes. Yeah. And then... Where it gets eerie and... Yeah. Then there's this weird scene where you, you're not sure if the sound is the soundtrack or if it's a thing that is being made by something yeah. in the scene. And I found that to be yeah. the most interesting, like, sort of song thing because it that went... That just makes it more trippy, that whole yeah. scene. Yeah. yeah. It was really... It was it was kind of like a really high-budget version of the... Um, if anybody remembers the original xbox whenever you listen to music on it they would have like trippy oh, visuals to yeah. go along like with on, the music like on microsoft like on a computer like remember when they had visuals like that yeah yeah it was the same on the xbox oh, okay. original just that that was what i typically used back then back in the original xbox days <laughs> okay uh yeah so that's yeah it kind of reminded me of that but like you know done really well yeah <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, Lena, which is Natalie Portman's character's name, mm-hmm. uh, meets the group of of women who's planning to go in there, mm-hmm. who are kind of badass, honestly. Well, they're all... The interesting thing is that, and this is something I definitely wanted to sort of talk about, especially after seeing the movie, mm-hmm. is that why wasn't... Why didn't all the feminists, like, grab this movie and be like see see like this is because it is probably the the most the least pandering most feminist movie i've seen in a while yeah it's these the, super yeah. badass like intelligent women going on this expedition all where of they know are scientists yeah where they know they're probably not going to come back yeah and all of the, so they 
and this is a movie you know that treats science like an actual thing and not as a joke not like you know ghostbusters or that kind of garbage um obviously 2016 version of ghostbusters yeah. is specifically what i'm talking about yeah. like why why doesn't why don't all the feminists grab this movie and be like hey this is a movie where five out of six of the main leads are women are women yeah like, the the lead actress is definitely a woman. She is definitely the lead, uh, and the other four out of five supporting cast are all women. And there's not a lot of emotion. Yeah, it, like it's very rare. Yeah, it's the thing where they are scientists that yeah. are there to do science. Mm-hmm. Like they're there to see what's happening, and they treat it very very seriously. Yeah, and they actually act like scientists. Mm-hmm. Which is except for one of the characters who's not a scientist. She's, she's a paramedic. Yeah, she was a paramedic but she might be the surveyor then she might be the surveyor then yeah um yeah because definitely not linguist no. or any other branch of science i thought her character was a little weird i, I think they were trying to go with like a vasquez thing where she was supposed yeah. to be like that she like she picked up the m60 and all mm-hmm. that but like it didn't really work because she's a paramedic and also she, she was curvy as heck she was super curvy she was thick <laughs> yeah i was like heck yeah gina yeah. rodriguez you beautiful oh yeah uh, she's very pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, all of them are oh, yeah. very pretty. Yeah, Jennifer Jason Lee it looks like an old crazy woman. <laughs> and so her character is very interesting because she speaks very monotone. Yeah, she's the entire very movie. monotone. Like, you, at first you think this is bad acting, but then you're like, no, this is just her character. Yeah, this is a choice. Yeah. And then you find out why, and it actually completely makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with Oscar Isaac. Yeah, his acting... Starting off in the movie was very, very weird. Yeah, we're not seeing Oscar, Oscar Isaac just so bland yeah, as he, a character. Yeah, he's just no like just, emoting. Just like no facial expression, no certain tone in his voice, just there. Yeah, it was really weird. Yeah. Um, but that was also a choice for the character, mm-hmm. which... It worked. Yeah, it worked. I think... I think Everything works in the movie. I think if I was to change one thing, maybe wouldn't have Natalie Portman in it. I love Natalie Portman. Yeah, I just, I think... I think you're still salty about Thor. I'm not really salty about Thor. I just, I like Natalie Portman, but I didn't like her in this specific role. I think she was very, she was very Natalie Portman, you know? She didn't really, she didn't really, she's very much an actress, not, she doesn't, like take uh, like Charlize Theron for instance, she disappears into her roles. Like uh, she, you take any three or four of her movies that you know once she started getting actual good movie roles, mm-hmm. you take any three of them and they'll, they'll none of the roles are anything like each other. That's and true. she's she transforms herself every single time. I, I get I get what you're saying. Uh, Natalie Portman Natalie Portman is sort of like Leo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. Where they kind of just have one mode where Leo DiCaprio is not believable as an actor mm-hmm. because he's just Leo DiCaprio and he always acts like Leo DiCaprio. Say that to his Oscar <laughs> that he got for Revenant. Yeah. Watch The Revenant, it's a really good movie. Yeah, but that bear scene got nothing on this movie. That bear scene got nothing on this movie. Uh, but Leo DiCaprio's acting in The Revenant was very Leo DiCaprio putting on an accent. Uh-huh. Not so much the character talking with uh-huh. an accent. It's very much... He's, he just sounds like Leo DiCaprio doing a silly accent. I wonder why that is. 
So I just don't think Leo DiCaprio... I, I think Leo DiCaprio is is a decent actor. I don't think he's a great actor. If that may, He's not Tom Hardy, for instance, who is the male version of Charlize Theron. True. <laughs> Which is why they're in a movie together. Yeah, Mad, Mad Max. Max. And both of them are awesome in that and are really fun. Yeah. But... They need to work together more. They do. Like, if Charlize Theron was in this movie... I think it would still feel out of place. Really? Yeah. Because I can buy her as, like, a soldier the lady and... The cast isn't supposed to be, like, huge. That's what yeah. I like about this movie. It's not like, oh, I know this person. Oh, I know this person. Uh, yeah. I know this person. Other than Jennifer Jason Lee, Oscar yeah. Isaac, and Natalie Portman. Yeah. But it's not, like, overwhelming. Yeah. It's not like... an ensemble. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think that's what worked for this movie. If Charlize Theron was the main actress, it would change the feel of the movie completely. Even though Natalie Portman... Like, Natalie Portman is Natalie Portman, though. I think her playing that kind of distant character... Mm-hmm. worked well for the movie. Okay, I could see that. Maybe, uh, I don't know, I think maybe getting s- somebody... I'm trying to think of an actress that, like, you know, someone who's... It, it kind of needed, like, one big star in it in order to, you know, sell this movie. Yeah. Well, I just think didn't it, it didn't get a lot of, like, advertisement. Yeah, that's Like, cause... I remember having to see, like, the name title and be like, oh, what's that? And then... Like, I had to look at what movies are coming out this year, saw that title, because I'm like, that sounds like a fucking cool name title for a movie, Annihilation. And yes, they said the name in the movie. Yeah, it was great. They uh, said the thing. They did the thing. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, and that's the only way I found out about the movie. There wasn't really a lot of advertisement for the movie. And I can tell you why. Why? Because the studio literally gave up on the movie. Wait, like, which studio? Paramount or Skydance? Uh, Paramount. Okay. Paramount uh, just didn't bother it's really good though yeah see they could have really pushed it for you know like they could have really pushed this movie hard and gotten really behind it being like hey this is a movie you know starring starring five women and uh it's a sci-fi movie it's a it's an independently made movie it's this you know it's by this director who's you know really does really good work but they they just had no faith in it, and they clammed up, and they were just yeah. like, oh, we'll throw it out in February. Yeah. Like, they could have really hit it off either, you know, a little bit earlier or a little bit later, but, like, right at the end of February, like, yeah. right after Black Panther, that's... I mean, any movie that's coming out right now yeah. is not... <laughs> Especially if you're not going to bother, like, pushing it. Yeah. Like, if this, this movie could have worked if Paramount just pushed the absolute shit out of it mm-hmm. and said like look i'm gonna shove this movie into your eyes until you watch this movie and then people would have seen it and gone oh, okay that was really good and then it would have made money yeah and like it's visually it's great yeah. oh yeah it's beautiful like the color schematics of it i like how it's like a color green palette. tone yes. yes color palette i'm sorry <laughs> mr film guy Mr. Um, it's like green because they're in essentially a forest. Yeah, they're in a national park. But then there's these small amounts of bright color in there mm-hmm. that really make it stand out. It's not overwhelming. Yeah. It's just like it but, makes uh, yeah. it look great. And it makes it look otherworldly. Yes. And not like Avatar. Yeah, not like Avatar, which is just a whole lot of CGI, c- CGI like just nonsense. The whole movie. Yeah. Just this, the whole movie. Yeah, this it's awful. Uh, I hate it. 
this this movie it does a lot of work with color and it's like and no there's no boring shots of this movie except for the what I assume are the reshoot stuff mm. which is all the the narrative like connecting the narrative thing which really was unnecessary yeah yeah but I agree. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a really really good movie, and I wish it made money so there'd be more movies like this. Um, and I'm disappointed by the fact that nobody seems to be talking about how how this is sci-fi as sci-fi used to be a really really big thing in for you know civil rights. Uh, sci-fi has always been like. It'll, like look at Star Trek for instance the original mm-hmm. Star Trek it envisioned a a world a Earth where there's no class system there's no race system there's no uh, sexism there's no homophobia there's nothing like that and this movie had that there's no one saying like oh you're gonna let a whole bunch of women do this job no, it's, it's like it, well yeah. it's, no there's no one to everybody is treated with respect in this movie mm. and which I mean, I, it's a serious film when, you know, Ghostbusters was, like, a silly comedy thing. Uh, monstrosity, you know, aberration. Aberration. Uh, yeah. Sure. Uh, Do you want to call it that? Yeah, I, I, I hated that movie so much. I didn't even watch it. I didn't even watch it, but I hated it. <laughs> uh, it's This is the movie, like, when, when you want to go for, like, the, you know, the feminist angle. This should have been the movie that the studio went for with that. Mm-hmm. Because it but is... But it said they're going to be pushing Ocean's 8. Yeah, they're going to be pushing garbage like Ocean's 8 and just trite nonsense that's so pandering and ham-fisted instead of pushing... A, this This might be, a, be based on a book, but as far as what's the current landscape for cinema, this is about as close as we're getting to original films that's not based off a bunch of fucking bullshit and comic books and remakes and reboots. Yeah. But, you know, this is based on a book. But at this point, that's original to me, is based on a fucking book. Yeah. Because just, like, there's so many books. Yeah. And it's just, like, studios are still making movies about the same things. That's why there was, like, Transformer 7 and <laughs> fucking who fucking knows what else. Like, yeah. there's just so many. I think... Awful, yeah. just... Pacific Rim 2. Don't even start. Yeah. Don't start. That's that's just the whole... <sighs> no. I need to breathe before I start getting upset. Yeah, I'm just sick of all this constant, like, oh, we're going to we're gonna do this, but with all women this time. It's like, why don't you just make something yeah. original with, with, women, with and women and make it a good movie? Then people say, like, oh, you know, oh, it doesn't have the name brand. Well, neither did fucking... O- Ocean's Eleven was based off of a movie that came out that had fucking James Dean in it. Yeah. Uh, no, not James Dean. Fuck. Uh, it's Dean Martin. D- yeah, Dean Martin. And Frank yeah. Sinatra yeah. in it. Like, Way back in the day. Yeah. Th- you really think anybody, when, when the fir- when the George Clooney first one came out, then anybody was like, oh, that one that... You mean the one that Frank Sinatra was in? They're redoing like, that? Awesome. No, it didn't have the name brand. It created the name brand by delivering something. Yeah. Just aping off of something and using it as a fucking cash cow. It's it's not gonna work. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. And if you're gonna do something like that, do 
if you're gonna like oh we want it to take place in the oceans universe or whatever which is fucking stupid uh then do it like mad max fury road did where it was like they work together they work together it's like this whole idea of just trying to shoehorn in a bunch of bullshit to to please to pander and be like look how progressive we're being but it's not and like i know people like a lot of people get upset because because it's like well, our our like the opinion we have right now where it's like we don't think it's a good idea it's not that we don't think it's a good idea we just think they're doing it incorrectly yeah yeah all female heist movie fine do it Go just make it. it original. Make please. it original. Or even if you want to, like, borrow some stuff from Ocean's Eleven, because I, I think most heist movies did after Ocean's Eleven came out, that's fine. Don't call it Ocean's. Don't try to connect it in some. Where the main actress. It's his it, it's sister, a sister which that we never knew about in the first yeah, three movies. And the opening trailer starts off the exact same way, like, the first movie does. That's lame. And it's not going to fucking work because you're not. You're not putting any actual effort into it. You're just making the same thing twice and, and just mm-hmm. gender bending it. And that's all you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's fucking lazy. And nobody's going to care about it because you're not putting the effort into it. You think Star Wars, the original Star Wars, like, if, let's say, you know, like this, these new... Because these new movies, they they borrow a lot from the original Star Wars. They do that. But it's not like they just... They're not like... They didn't remake it and just go... Now it's the same. It's a new hope, but all women or all minorities. No, that's not what happened. They just made a movie that borrowed a lot from it and it worked. Yeah. Like you have minorities like Finn and Rose. Yeah. You have women, strong women like Rey and Rose and Captain Phasma. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's like... It, it has all those elements, but it's... And a lot of people think, like, oh, it's just a new hope, like, a sort of a soft reboot of a new hope and all that. It's different enough to where it, there's, you know, some stuff, you know, like the Starkiller base. Simil- there's going to be similarities because it's in the same universe. And it's, you know, That's I think like there's a lot of... when the Hobbits came out and they're like, oh, we've seen all this before. It's like, no shit, Lord of the Rings introduced all of that, you <laughs> dummy. Yeah. It's... Like, um, like imagine if they said, like, oh, we're going to remake Lord of the Rings. Oh, God. Uh, but this time, it's going to be all female Lord of the Rings. Lordess of the Rings. Lordess of the Rings. Uh, yeah, imagine that. That would be, it'd be like, why? Why are you going to pump you... that much money into something that's going to fail? Well, it's just like... It's just changing the whole story. Yeah. It's like, there doesn't need to be a remake of it. There's need to be a whole, yeah. like, oh, they're gonna be all women now in the same story. It's like, just make a whole new movie yep. with the cast of women yep. and actually put effort into making yeah. a good movie. Like and Annihilation. Can, yeah, it worked and, perfectly. And you can borrow as much stuff as you want as long as you put the effort in to actually make a movie. And, and I'm tired of all women movies having, like, those typical women jokes. Yeah, always. Like, I absolutely hate it. It's like, yes, we get it. I am a woman. You are too. I get it. Like, it's pushed on so hard that it's almost just, like, pathetic. You mean you don't like queef jokes in Ghostbusters 2016? You don't like that? No. Because that's a thing. Oh, boy. That is a thing that happens. Oh, boy. That's... 
yeah, people trying to convince me that that Ghostbusters 2016 was somehow a good thing is infuriating. It's like, no, this is just I'm watching. I'm just sitting there. It's like may as well watch it back to back with the Emoji Movie and just watch the death of cinema. And that's <laughs> that's essentially what you're doing. Yeah, that's I'm just tired of it all. But that was our rant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, we we got off on a tangent there. I think we had like a five-minute rant just about that. But I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you don't hate us now. I probably will, but that's okay. Well, nobody listens to this. Who cares? (laughs) Um, Uh, Other than your sister. True. Annihilation was very good. Oh, yeah. Annihilation, step in the right direction, needs to be pushed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, push this hard. Yeah. So if you're a feminist, or even if you're not a feminist, watch this movie. Yeah, because it's not like... It's not like the gender, like, gender politics are a thing in this movie. No, no. it's just like, this is how the world is. It's like, yeah. cool. It's like, hey, we're just, I'm just leading a team of all female scientists, and they don't even make a big deal out of this. No, because they say, like, yeah, I've screened so many people. Like, yeah. So it's just like, these aren't the most important people that she could have picked, yeah. but it's just like, they're qualified. Yeah. And that's what's cool. Yeah, they screen them, and my theory as to why they're all women is that uh, all the the team that they initially sent earlier was all male soldiers, mm-hmm. and none of them came back. So they're like, okay, let's do something a little different. Maybe it different. Maybe it affects men and women differently. Maybe yeah. uh, soldiers versus scientists. Like maybe mm-hmm. that's a thing that could change the variables. Yeah, and, and it kind of did. Yeah, and I think it. I think it did. I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I don't think that that might have been the intention. That might not have been the intention. Yeah. But who? It doesn't matter either way, really. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, go see Annihilation. It's a good movie. Yeah, the acting was really good. I was surprised by Gina Rodriguez, honestly. Yeah, she has never really impressed me, but she did a good I job. I haven't this seen time. her in many things. I know she's in Jane the Virgin. I think. Never heard that, of it. That's, I heard it's a funny show. I haven't seen it. It's mm. on my list. Yeah, she did uh, dramatic pretty decently. Yeah, like there's a part where she's literally like. She's having a breakdown, and I was pretty impressed by how believable yeah. it was. Yeah, you should really see Ex Machina. It's really good. Yes, I will. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know what else I could say about this movie, because yeah. I don't want to give away too much. It's. No, I mean, I think we can sort of end the podcast whenever. I think, I think we gave yeah. our opinions on it and got enough. We did enough of our, uh, our rant. usual rants that... Yeah. I th- I don't. If you really want to hear a rant, <laughs> yeah. Just wait until Pacific Rim Two comes oh, out. Oh God, I could like, go on a rant on it already. If you're excited about Pacific Rim Two, just don't don't listen to the podcast that we're gonna do about it, or listen to it so we can tell you that you're wrong. <laughs> I'm so upset right now. I can't. Don't. All right, I we're ending this it. podcast. Okay, go see Annihilation. Don't see Pacific Rim Two. Okay, bye.